Wait, last time it was broke because you had to pump it too much. And now, and now you don't like it because it squirts. And welcome back to a new episode of Black Law and Legalize. I'm Just Dan, one of your hosts. And you can follow the show across all social media platforms at Black Law Podcast. And you can follow me, Just Dan, on Twitter at I Tell Legal Lies. And you can follow my co-host. My name is Dan and I am your entertainer this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, I, you're entertainer. I, I am not a host. I'm not a co-host. I'm an entertainer. My, I'm here for the people. That is my duty. My duty is to serve the people who need entertainment. And you can keep up with me on Twitter and the IG at I am Dan on drugs where I have pretty much regressed just to posting workout videos <laughs> And weird <laughs> other shit like playing the piano. Wait, you've regressed. I regress. Yeah, you've regressed. I used to be more active, and now <laughs> I just beat. I'm tired of fucking social media. I'm like, here's my workout, so I can keep track of all my workouts in one place. And then, yeah, whatever. Peace. Play a piano song. Peace. Oh right, really? Yeah, that that's what I do. So, what are we talking about today? Oh, Man, how you wait ten years to see? What the hell? What you mean, 10 years? Man, that, that shit, shit came, came out, out in, in the, 2017. That shit came out in the 90s. It like, came out in 2017. Son, I, was, I went vegan for like three and a half weeks it after came, watching now. It came right. out in right. 2017. In back in 91. Whatever. When, when the rest of the world saw Man, it. Man, shut up. Like anyway. everybody else then went vegan and then came <laughs> back to meat because, you know, that shit's a fad after a couple, like, Wait, couple months. veganism is a fad? No, for the people who watch What the Health on oh. Netflix. And then oh. they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I'm going vegan. Man, like within a month, their asses are back. Man, fuck that vegan shit. And I can say fuck that vegan shit, too, because <laughs> I did the same you shit. Tried it. And yeah. like three and a half weeks into it, I'm like, my joints is aching, my knees, my uh, elbows, all kinds of shit. And like I'm waking up every day in this constant pain. And I'm like, what the fuck has changed? What the fuck has changed? So finally, it might have even been Becky that says, I was like, maybe you just need some meat. Maybe you need some meat. And I'm like, nah, because I saw What the Health back in 90, 92. 2017. I said, I ain't eating that shit no more. Lo and behold, started eating meat again because I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm going to try it. And my joints stopped hurting. It's because of all the shit that's in meat. Exactly. I need that shit. Apparently, <laughs> I need that shit. It lubricates. That's <laughs> like an oil change. Yeah, it's lubricating your joints. Anyway, so you're right. I'm new to the game. Somebody that's near and dear to me actually sent me the link, and I watched it. And as I'm watching it, you know, maybe it's just the lawyer in me. Something that um the documentarian said, like as with you know Dan and his mutual combat. Made me go do some research because, you know, I wasn't really up on this. So how many of you out there have ever heard of something called a cheeseburger law, also known as baby Matt Bills? Oh, I know the cheeseburger law, cheeseburger law, because <laughs> that nigga used to he used to creep up on you. And that well, that was part of the marketing too. the cheeseburger, the cheeseburger. So. Yeah. Cheeseburger laws, as I said, also called baby Mac bills 
or um, as they are known in the legal realm as something called Common Sense Consumption Act. So we were discussing this before taping because Dan said he had never heard of it. And like I said, lo and behold, until I saw what the health, I had never really paid attention to them either. But basically what they are, are um, a bunch of laws that prevent big food producers from being sued via class actions, actually being sued at all when that lawsuit is based on you saying that your consumption of their product causes obesity or diabetes or something related to that. And lo and behold, in doing the little research on these things, guess who actually instituted the very first, they call them CCAs. Guess who did that? If I had to guess, Trump. Donald Trump. (laughs) The state of Louisiana. So check it. Not surprised. Might as well say Donald Trump. It did not surprise me. Like when I read it, I was like, I would have put that on Mississippi probably first. Nah, I, I mean, Louisiana, it's like, okay. So anyway, what, um, what happened was this, uh, wait, can you sue if, all right. So eating their product, consuming their product, you get, uh, E. coli or salmonella or some shit like that. All right. That's, that's, that's a different situation. Okay. So let me, let me read to you what um louisiana law a portion of it how it reads so this is what it is the funniest thing this is what it how it reads so it says and this is this is basically what most of the ccas how they read consumer what act (laughs) consumption common sense consumption act yeah common sense common sense consumption act cca common sense so most of them pretty much read the same way because that was this group called um the american legislative exchange council who actually came up with a model cca and most if i had to guess that's probably a bunch of lobbyists from different corporations and they all come together popeyes chick-fil-a wendy's and sit down then they go to the lawmakers that they have in their pockets they're like here we already wrote the bill you just sign your name to it this this is how this is how we want it to read Mm -hmm. and that's basically what lobbyists do and if you think about big food producers they spend the most money on lobbying and advertising right and if i want a law that says that people can't sue me this is the way i want it to read so as i said the american legislative exchange council in 2004 came out with a model one of these ccas louisiana put theirs in effect in 2003 ha 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 so like i said first in the nation and this is the way they generally read. So it says any manufacturer, distributor, or seller of a food or non-alcoholic beverage intended for human consumption shall not 
be subject to civil liability for personal injury or wrongful death based on the individual's consumption of food or non-alcoholic beverages in cases where liability is premised upon the individual's weight gain, obesity, or a health condition related to weight gain or obesity and resulting from his long-term consumption of a food or non-alcoholic beverage. So basically... What that says to me is... Is... We know that our food makes you fat and unhealthy. Therefore, we gonna come up with this law that says... Our food might make you fat and unhealthy, but that's because you keep eating this shit, you dumbass. guess what? Because of that, you can't sue us. So here's the crazy thing, though, that League, they lobbied and Congress actually acted. The House of Representatives back in 2004 passed a federal. 2004, 2004, George Bush. I think so. Yeah, because he did two terms. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So they they slipped it in. The House of Representatives actually passed it. The Senate surprisingly said, hell no. But Mm. here's the thing, though. Didn't stop them because guess what they did? They took it to the streets. They went to state legislatures and you start handing money to states. And guess what states do? They fall in line. As of right now, there are about 20, half the nation have these laws in effect. Now, the crazy part about this is their justification for doing this was to prevent frivolous lawsuits, mm-hmm. right? How many of us know that all 50 states have statutes On that specifically lawsuits? prevent frivolous lawsuits? See, back, all right. I'm going I'm to look at this from two, two different eras, right? The era we're in now, 2021, I would actually agree with their, their not necessarily the law, but what the law says as far as we all know that fast food is fucking terrible for you now in 2021. Back in the 90s, early 2000s, that shit was like fine dining for some of us. No, they knew then. We knew... Th- I did. I didn't. You, but look, think about this though. I know that, and that's that's. Let me stop. The internet told me McDonald's <laughs> is bad. Let me let me stop and regroup because what you just said is basically why these big producers say mm-hmm. that they shouldn't be sued. Y'all know that is bad for you. Right yet now, you keep yeah. eating it. But, but the same thing. Let's say the same thing with tobacco though. Early on. Nobody fucking knew that tobacco caused lung. Well, the tobacco companies might have known that tobacco causes lung cancer. Mm-hmm. But early on, that shit was cool. You was cool if you were smoking. I was just watching the Beverly Hillbillies the other day. They advertised some goddamn Marlboros and stuff. All right, but think about it. Who told you that you were cool if you were smoking cigarettes? Smoking with cigarettes, son. Who uh, told you? Who told you that? My hood rat friends. <laughs> N- not your hood rat friends. My, commercials. Uh, that were bought and paid for by the tobacco right, industry. Or movies or you Correct. see actors. Because the the tobacco right. industry placed these products in. They told you. Advertising right. told you that it was cool. And that's why you did it. And that's the thing. The science came out and said 
yo, y'all motherfuckers is dying now. This shit is addictive. It has all these harmful chemicals. Da, da, but da. they knew so, in the 60s. Right, right. But once you know in mass and you continue to do it, you shouldn't have the right to sue. Yes, you should. And I'm going to tell you why. And, because and, it's and, you know, an addiction. <clears throat> exactly that's one yes it is that's one thing i'm a sex addict (laughs) i'm a a sex addict that that is one thing but the argument that you're making is exactly the argument that these big food producers make like i said i agree with it that is the argument that they make why do you continue to drink pepsi when you know that it is bad for you because i'm like everything in life there's a risk shit walking up walking out my front door it's a risk I have determined, we all determine acceptable risks that, that are acceptable to us. Telling you right now, like, I look. You, you don't drink that autonomously. You don't, you don't drink it because you are, you are wired to want it. No, let me tell you what I want. <clears throat> I want the caffeine. That's you want, right. You want the caffeine. And I will get you my want, caffeine from other sources too exactly if necessary. Though, but you are wired to want that. You are wired to want. And, and wait, before we go any further. Before we judge my Pepsi, you, you hold are on, wired. wait, wait, wait. This is a Pepsi zero, zero calories. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does has, mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. aspartame in it that uh-huh. is known to cause cancer and uh-huh. rats. But goddamn it, I ain't a rat. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't snitch. No, um, I look for. Now I'm talking me. Highly caffeinated. I, I, no, not highly caffeinated. See, that's the thing. I know you can probably recall that one time when you would always see me with a monster in my hand. Mm-hmm. Some kind of energy drink, right? Mm-hmm. So I was too much caffeine at once, too much caffeine at once. And that would happen throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I look for some of the little less caffeine, but enough. But you drink 15,000 of them No, nah, I drink in a two day. a day. Two a day. Dude, you drink more than two a day. No, the fuck I don't. Yes, the hell you do. No, the fuck I You know, I let don't. me tell you what's crazy about you and no, you don't. Why is it that my uh, recycling bag is filled to the brim Count with freaking pepsi cans dude why count them because i drink i buy a 12 pack okay and hold up Mm -hmm. so on top of that what else do you take a day a day right that's it as far as caffeine that's it what's in the nitroflex man that's proprietary (laughs) anyway and that's only when i work out Mm. so it, again, but you if, know what? If we, we wait, wait, we, we, we are digressing. We but digress. I'm about to defend we, myself. Nah, Yana, we digress. Yana, I request Please. a chance to cross examine nah, the hostile even. witness. Not, not even when I take Nitroflex, which, ladies and gentlemen, is a pre workout drink. Hmm. I go to That's workout. Full of what? It's, it has a ton of caffeine Ooh. in it. So, what I do is on the days I work out, I'll drink one less Pepsi Max. <laughs> so, these have 89 grams of. 80 89 grams of caffeine my workout pre-workout drink has 325 milli, mm. milligrams not 80 mm. grams mm-hmm. milligram so you know mm-hmm. like i said anyway mm-hmm. we all have we all we have what we consider acceptable risks like i mean hey you want you want to examine lifestyle son you want to examine lifestyle son no, I don't want to. I, I know don't you don't want to examine I know you don't. Well, anything. you don't already put my business I'm, out. <laughs> you put my business not, in these streets. I don't want to examine anything. I used you as an example because, as I said, the argument that mm-hmm. you are making is exactly the argument that these big food producers make. I agree with them. You know what's in it. You continue to consume it. That is the impetus behind these common sense 
consumption acts. And it is that. But it, here's it, it the might thing. not be common sense to everybody, but once it becomes common sense, but it's the problem sense. is the problem is what you say is or what they say is we don't put a gun to their heads. We don't make them consume this. They do it. But why do you spend billions of dollars on advertising? Why do you spend billions of dollars on science to tell you exactly what is going to taste good to people? The reason why you do that is because you want them to consume it and you want them to consume it in large quantities because that's how you make money. So what you're telling me is I have gotten you addicted to eating or drinking this it is bad for me. Now my body is breaking down, but it's not my fault because you kept doing it. But the reason why I did it is because you made it almost impossible for me not to. Mm, I'm going to disagree with yes. that. Well, yes. Me, okay. I know people who use drugs, right? Mm-hmm. I know drug addicts, like addicts. And, and addicts. I know. So wait, here's the thing. So- most drug addicts, mm-hmm. somebody gave them a little free taste. I don't know how that shit works, <clears throat> but I know <throat> drug addicts. Right. Somebody gave them a little taste and said, here, try this. Okay. Right. And, and they then. Continue. They continue to do it. Try they it. Know, try they try know. It. They know it's bad for them. But anyway, what I'm saying is they early on glamorized this shit. Like, yo, you need to try these mushrooms. You that need to coke, try this coke, this, this heroin. Mm-hmm, this Man, mm-hmm. this shit I have you. you. Ask me how much of that shit that my people that I used to run with advertised to me. Ask me how much I tried. None. Right. But let me ask you this. Did they have billion dollar, multi-billion dollar, I'm sorry, multi-trillion dollar conglomerates behind them like I said, niggas in the, the hood, <laughs> it basically is a multi. No, these these companies literally study you mm-hmm. to see what you want. And mm-hmm. then they give it to you over and over and over. Listen to and what you just again. said. What you they study what you want. And right. They give it. Right. To you. They study what you are psychologically. Where's where's the issue? The issue is. You are feeding me things that you know for a fact are bad for me. Mm-hmm. And you want me to continue to uh, consume these things. No, I don't. And, and you, yes, you do. You want to. And and you, not only do you do that, as I said, you spend billions of dollars mm-hmm. in scientific research telling you what I want. You know, I you want just this combination of sweet, salty, and fat. That's what they want. We have this down to science. We know what's going to get them addicted to, because, you know, sugar, salt, fat, all addictive. Yeah, that was one of the cool things that I learned, uh, again, many years ago, is I, I have been a label reader for maybe 15 years now, give or take, mm-hmm. as far as reading the labels of stuff that I uh, ingest, consume. Mm-hmm. And as, as you can probably attest to, my diet doesn't vary very much. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, nothing I do varies <laughs> very, very, very much. much right. But like some of the things I learned early on in reading labels is the ingredients, right? The most 
the ingredient that makes up the largest part of whatever it is is going to be the first listed ingredient. Mm-hmm. And then it breaks down after that, you know, the second, second largest, third, fourth, all the way into whatever may be an in, insignificant amount. So in reading labels, again, I know what I'm ingesting. Make sure I know what I'm ingesting. <laughs> Carbonated water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ginseng root. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, but um anyway, where I was going with that is the cool thing I found out is sodium, right? Mm-hmm. I kept looking at drinks. Mm-hmm. Sodium. Mm-hmm. Sodium. Sodium. Mm-hmm. And these are in sports drinks, whatever, in in uh soft drinks, sodas, mm-hmm. things. So I'm like, why the fuck are they putting sodium in I can understand maybe in sports drinks, but most people who drink sports drinks aren't fucking sports people they mm. they just like man it's hot as shit out here and i don't like the way water tastes mm-hmm. let me drink some gatorade and mm-hmm. gatorade if you look at the amount of sugar that's in gatorade and the amount of carbohydrates in gatorade you might as well drink some some of grandma's kool-aid mm-hmm. but so the sodium always 40 milligrams right here in this of sodium why but would you know i need why? i know why but why would i need sodium in mm-hmm. a can of pepsi max mm-hmm. zero well, zero Let's sugar see that that it's gonna hit that salty. No, not that. It's gonna hit that sweet. It's gonna hit. Not that. only that, the dehydration properties. So I'm drinking this. Boom! The sodium it does hit hit my mouth. The man, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. And you keep drinking it, mm-hmm. and you keep drinking it, and mm-hmm. you keep drinking mm-hmm. it. Meanwhile, it's making you more thirsty. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that was is, cool. I that thought is, that was cool. That is absolutely. That's one, a mind fuck. It is, and this is why. Once again, the science. <laughs> The billions of dollars they invest in science, they they invest in chemistry, they mm-hmm. invest in social science, you know, because they study your buying habits, they study everything, and they do it all to force you to eat more of their product. But so, you can't force yeah, anybody yeah, to do yeah, anything. Yeah, it's all psychological. Okay, let me ask you a question. It's all psychological. Let me ask you a question. Uh, now that I got your attention, I'm going to make my statement. <laughs> you, uh, at one point you enjoyed, uh, partaking in fried foods, right? Hell yes. Okay. And then not so much. Well, well, let's not say enjoy, but right now you know that it's not in your best interest to partake in these fried foods now, right? Not at all. So where do you fall on the spectrum but, of do you know back in the day versus now that I am still every day? No lie, I am jonesing for yes, I got the junkie itch for sugar because you know I'm a candy holic. I I am a sugar fanatic. I love sugar. I love fatty foods. I love fried foods. I do, and every day my body craves that. I crave the salt and the sweet, and I know it's not good for me, but it wants it. And I have been wait, hold on, your body ain't even you no more. It, my it, body, it, wants, it, it wants it. I have been, I have been exposed to this, and and I have honestly and truly, there is no doubt in my mind. Like as I'm as I'm reading this, and it's not anything that was new, but I'm looking at it through the eyes of the law and it's like damn but once again we digress 
I want to mention in, in the research I was reading, and you know, in the history of the legal system, there's only been two class action lawsuits. Again, you know, wait, let me back up before I say that. We were talking about the uh, big food producers. Mm-hmm. The CCAs. Right. So care to, care to guess? There's like, they call them the Big Ten. Care to guess who they are? I'm sure you know I mean, many if I had to of guess, them. Like McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, let's see, Burger King. Now that's the, that's, that's under uh, like the fast food. But when they... The Big Ten is basically Coca-Cola, Purdue, Dannon, Tyson, General Mill, Kellogg's, Mars, Nestle, Pepsi, Unilever. These people call shout to Pepsi, Mondelez International, and Associated British Foods. They are the ones who are actually behind the CCAs. So, cause think about it. You know, you mentioned all these people, mm-hmm. McDonald's. Coca-Cola products, mm-hmm. Burger King, Pepsi, Pepsi products, mm-hmm. um, General Mills, Kellogg's, Unilever. I mean, right. The these are like the sugar fat consort consortium right here. Let's, let's real quick too. Let's break down because we're kind of in my wheelhouse here, not with the law, but let let's break down a quick meal right quick at uh say a Burger King. All right, mm-hmm. uh, let's say a Whopper. All right. That's going to be I'm I'm guessing and maybe you can research to see how close I am. Uh I'm going to guess probably about 900 calories for a Whopper. It's probably more than that, but I'm but I'm, I'm just I, guessing. But yeah, I know you you general uh, estimate you probably right on. Mm-hmm. The fries, I don't know what size comes with the fast food these I days. Think it's, Is it medium? It's, it's medium unless you want to up well, it might be small unless you up upcharge okay so they can up you can upcharge to like you can supersize let's say a small fry that's mm-hmm. going to be about another 350 400 calories Give or take. Mm-hmm. and then you take that what's it a 20 32 ounce cup mm-hmm. most people i see them big ass plastic cups mm-hmm. and you go fill that shit up with fucking high c mm-hmm. or coca-cola that cup has more calories in damn it, near than the your burger. whole entire uh, fucking meal correct but you add all that shit together you looking at about just that 2, one meal. calories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they ain't good calories. No, they're but not. But then you got people that do that shit two, three times a day. They'll go to McDonald's. We have people at work that mm-hmm. are like this. They'll go to the equivalent of a McDonald's for, for breakfast. breakfast. Go to uh, Wendy's for lunch. And then on their way home, they'll stop at Burger King for dinner. Correct. So they eating about five to 6,000 calories a, a day. day. Bad calories. Mm-hmm. They're not active and a lot of these people, they do have and a lot have of health problems. Every last thing that we're talking about, obesity, mm-hmm. high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol problems, running All the board, shit. running, running the board. And so, you know, the, the, let me fin- let me finish because I'm going to lose <laughs> track. So the reason I broke all that down is there's this myth out here. And I used to say this shit to myself because I believed it and probably because I've heard it somewhere else is. It's expensive to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. That is a myth. It's expensive to eat junk food. Yeah. <laughs> you looking at those three trips to Burger mm-hmm. King. That's what, like $7 a meal or some shit like no, that? It's, man, you talking about a Whopper meal? I've never, I don't know how much that shit Let costs. me tell you. 
Uh, okay, so let let me break it down because that's in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I'm sure it is. You know, no, it was back in the day. Like I don't really eat fast foods anymore. Like that, I stopped I stopped eating fast food a while back. Last time Every, I bought a fast food meal, the most expensive one was like five dollars. All right, so I'm gonna tell you this. So you talking about morning, and this is this is actually one of the reasons why I stopped. Because McDonald's was my breakfast spot. Them hash browns used to be hitting, though. Man, look. <laughs> Them hash browns. Boy, you give me... Because, you know, they did like... It used to be a McMuffin meal. You know, a sausage McMuffin with cheese meal. Right? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do, like, orange juice or apple juice or anything like that. It was lemonade. And not diet lemonade. That's Just regular... Regular lemonade. Mm-hmm. That used to be my thing. And then they came out with the egg white delight. So then I called myself, oh, I'm eating healthy. Egg white delight. So mm-hmm. then it was egg white delight with lemonade. Uh, <laughs> egg white delight with lemonade. And then wait, no, at one point I switched to a uh, um a mocha. Those coffee. A caramel drinks. mocha. Baby. So Do you me- know what? I tried one of those. That because I'd been stopped eating fast food, but mm-hmm. I remember when McDonald's came out with those. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm a caffeine addict. Mm-hmm. And Starbucks, I used to frequent from time to time. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's was trying to go head to head with Starbucks. Starbucks. They so, sure was. Let me tell you, iced caramel mocha sugar. was the truth. And it was sweet. All That's sa- all. Yes. Like, I'm like, this, fuck the, there's no <laughs> caffeine in here. This is all <laughs> sugar. But think, so I used to do the... Egg McMuffin, man. Then the egg, then then egg white delight meal. And when I tell you this was five days a week, it was literally five days a week. And I can tell you when I stopped, it was because my meal, the egg white delight, with a hash brown and a medium iced caramel mocha, was eight dollars and some change. So we're talking five days a week. That's about About $42.50. Just on breakfast. And realize, you know, I used to buy lunch too. Mm -hmm. And then on the way home, I'm actually the person that he was talking about because I go hit up the Wendy's and get a junior bacon cheeseburger fully dressed and some nuggets and... Man, <laughs> Wendy's killed the game with that dollar menu though because you're like I can get all this I can get a little sandwich I can get a little nuggets I can get a little fries I can get a little uh, I remember they put the frosty on it back in the mm-hmm. uh, get a little frosty for Correct. four dollars man four for mouth. four no doubt so that was me and like when you said it I was giggling to myself because I was like story of my life so we're talking about what forty dollars a week $40 for, breakfast. for breakfast. Let's say Correct. forty dollars a week for lunch Correct. and forty dollars a week for dinner. Feeding one person that's a hundred and twenty dollars in a five day week. That again, people talking about, and I used to say it, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive to eat, to eat healthy. It mm-hmm. you might get no, it's not eight dollars to eat healthy, but when you go buy groceries, because that's what you I started spend, doing. Right, you spending a hundred. Right. And $40 a week just on fast food that is killing you. Right. So you go take that, hunt, well, as a single person, one person, mm-hmm. I was buying healthy groceries for about $60 a week. Right. I'm talking, and 
not the healthiest, but veg, fresh fruits right. and vegetables, vegetables uh, right. fresh meat mm-hmm. is that another. And I'm cooking this shit. Now, the in our industry, we do have a period of time where eating is rare, <laughs> being able to eat healthy. <laughs> so I do go to the smoothie spots and, you know, and talking about 850 for her breakfast. Five days a week, I was paying $9 a day for, a for lunch for a smoothie, right. though. And I mean, it's healthy, but it's I'd still, rather not spend $9 right. a day on it. It's still killer. But yeah, so I said that just to give you an idea, you know, back on track about the Big Ten that we're talking about, the people who pushed all these CCAs. And remember, I said half the country. There are about 20 five twenty six states the entire south i'm sure who have these i'll I'll give you like the names of the uh states in a minute but i talked about coca-cola to say you know we were discussing you know coke and kellogg and general mill and all of them saying it's not our fault you are autonomous you don't have to eat it we don't but do you know besides researching or paying for scientific research that delves into what we want to eat, what we want our food to taste like. Coca-Cola was exposed back in the day for funding researchers who wrote this paper that um, shifts the blame from obesity from sugar. Read drinks, sugary product. To fat, yeah. You know, it's like, exactly. You know, that's why we got that whole trans fat. That shit used this. to kill me when I would buy every zero, now. Zero trans fat. Every now and then <laughs> I would go like my one weakness as far as candy and sugar goes is anything gummy. Mm-hmm. Gummy savers, gummy mm-hmm. bears, gummy mm-hmm. worms, man, you gummy giraffes. But it, I would laugh when you buy like the little Hasbro gummy bears. You read the package because mm-hmm. I told you I'm a, I'm a label reader. Mm-hmm. It's a zero fat. <laughs> Bitch, this shit is about as unhealthy as it can fucking be. Mm -hmm. I think I give up. What in this would have fat? But yeah, they tried to point to fat and say fat is bad. Fat is actually, you need fat. That's right. Your brain needs fat. Your brain needs fat. Yeah. So I I mentioned the the two lawsuits against um, these big producers that actually went nowhere. The first one, these two obese teenagers sued because i was about to say tried to sue they didn't try they did sue them they sued mcdonald's and um what they said was that uh the fast food chain contributed to their obesity and the other health maladies that they had because um of their consumption of mcdonald's food right so that didn't get off the ground basically because they tried to certify a class. And in federal court, there are certain things that you have to go through, you know, certain things that you have to meet in order to certify a class of litigants. Mm-hmm. Judge threw it out because they failed to do that. So then they tried to amend the petition. Judge said, uh-uh, and dismissed the case with prejudice. And I know you've heard me say, use that before, with or without prejudice. When a case is dismissed without prejudice, that means, it means let me let me try. I'm, uh-huh. I'm gonna go for it here. That means 
there is no legal basis whatsoever to see this case. So since there is, it's, it's without prejudice. <laughs> Wrong. Okay. So when, when something is dismissed without prejudice, it means that you can go back in and refile the case, right? Mm. If it is dismissed with prejudice, that means that you can no longer go back in. You know what? I actually knew that too. You did. I knew that. (laughs) I'm sure you did. All right. So that was strike one. That was the first. Like I said, there's only been about two cases. Do we know what happened to these kids? Like I don't right now. No. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look further into case number two. All right. So the second one, and that that first one is actually a um a very well known case. Y'all can go look it up. It's uh, Pelham, I believe, um, P-E, Pelman, P-E-L-M-A-N, Pelman. That's the, uh, the, one of the plaintiff's names. So the second one um, was a lesser known case, but this one was kind of uh, intriguing because of the reason why it got dismissed. So in this one, And realize that we've talked about product liability. All these cases are basically a form of product liability. You know, basically, you didn't tell me that your product would do this type situations. But anyway, so in this case, um, the plaintiffs claimed that several producers of high fructose corn syrup, we all know what that is. Oh, yeah, because now, see, that's coming back to me now that you say that because I remember back in, like, 97 when I saw With the Health, <laughs> I switched back from high fructose corn syrup to, to looking for just regular, regular old sugar. sugar. And, you know, sugar is, is bad, but it's not bad. You need some amount of sugar. Right. So, like, I remember Pepsi, God bless you, Pepsi. <laughs> Um, Pepsi they re-released yep. their uh, their main Pepsi drink with the sugar in it with real sugar. Mm-hmm. I think Coke might have followed and a few others. But as far as I know, I think most up. I, I really this is all I buy is Pepsi Max. So I don't know if that's still out there. Or not. It's high fructose corn syrup is still out there. No, I'm talking about the natural sugar, oh, Pepsi and Coke know. and all that. shit. I don't drink soda, so I stopped drinking soda back way back in the day. Anyway, so. Producers, several producers, plaintiffs sued several producers of high fructose fructose corn syrup um, under the argument that they failed to warn consumers that um, high fructose high fructose corn syrup in the products uh, caused X, Y, and Z. Right? Crazy thing is this particular. Um, lawsuit failed because of causation and causation is a word we've used on used on this show quite a lot and that's yeah. and like you want to take it go. away all right here we go so um in a previous episode we talked about a duel right where i took two steps and blew the back <laughs> of someone's brains out and then their family comes to sue me and it is because they are missing part of their head so the causation would be me putting a gun to the back of their head and pulling the trigger. That is causation of them missing part of their head. <laughs> Stupid. And you, but you're kind of right because it's like this thing caused lays directly right. to this thing. 
So what um, the judge in that case basically said was that the plaintiffs failed to connect any one of the producer's products to their disease. See, and that's hard to do, though, when you think about it. And that is why, you know, a lot of experts say, you know, people can bring these lawsuits, but that's one one thing. You got to have that causal effect. But you know what? It's out there. It's not insurmountable because we know what obesity is caused by. You know, most, even though there there are some, you know, debate, but then you think there's a debate as to what obesity is caused by. But when you tell people lose weight, what do you tell people to, to get rid of in their in their diet? Me personally, sugar, carbs, low carb diet. Yeah. Right. You know, you tell people get rid of certain things. Mm hmm. And then that's going to cause an effect on your body and you'll lose weight. So even though the cause of obesity is debated, how to get rid of it for the most part is not. And sugar plays a role in that. Yeah. So. Or, I mean, just getting into the, the science of it all is interesting. Like one of the things I, I tell people who I know have no desire to work out have no desire to really change their lifestyle, but they want to lose weight. Change the way you eat. Just, That's what you told me. Yeah, but even, like, let's talk about some of these people that are still going three times a day to fast food joints. Is mm-hmm. If you burn more calories than you, you eat, eat, period, you That's will you t- lose weight. That's what you told me? That's because I did not believe in you. <laughs> that, That's what I tell people who I do not believe in. Like, I ain't going to say a uh, low carb diet and uh, high protein and make sure you get your fats and all your macronutrients. Nah, just uh, burn more calories than you eat. Again, that is what I tell people who I have no faith in sticking to any kind of exercise regimen. Anyway, that's what I was saying is for people I don't believe in, I just say if you can burn more calories. So what that means is. You don't have to do anything different other than eat less. So that that's weight loss for you. But to, to kind of add on to that real quick, too, is we look we look at kids now. Right. Doctors have actually moved the the weight, the weight ranges for what's considered obese. overweight. Yeah. Or obese for a child because we're having children that are fat. They, they we I mean, I'm looking at kids now that. Should be skin and bones as as far as just, but then you look at the sedentary lifestyle. Correct. So again, I can see how it's hard to prove causation when our lifestyles have changed over the past 20 years. We're way more. They have. Way more sedentary now. We are, but it goes back to, for me, they know what they're doing. I mean, you can't tell me, and I know I'm beating this dead horse. But you can't tell me you put all these millions and billions of dollars into advertisement, into research, all kinds, you know, market, scientific, behavioral. You don't do that for nothing. You do that because you want to know what I want, what I want to eat. You want to know what I can do to my product to make you eat it. Right. And so at the point where and now that that's that was in my my um, research, too, 
it talked about um, something called the fundamental attribution error. Look that up, kids. Let me repeat. Fundamental attribution error. So basically, that is the the error is in saying you are an autonomous person. I didn't put the gun to your head, right? So you are the reason why you are obese because you ate the burger. I didn't force you to eat the burger. Yet, um, that is basically the as the researchers say, the tendency to overestimate the influence of personal disposition and choice while underestimating situational behavior. So in a nutshell, what that says is people are heavily influenced by perception, context, and environment, right? Rather than their own free will. So We've been taught to perceive McDonald's and Coca-Cola and Burger King. And cause, I don't fuck with Coca-Cola. <laughs> Straight up. I don't fuck with Coca-Cola. But, but see, that's the, that's the point. They've made it so that we will crave these things. They've made it so that, you know, we look at it. That's just like the whole got milk thing, you know. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, it's completely unnecessary and right, but, probably shouldn't be consumed by humans. But it it does a body good. Mm-hmm. Got milk, milk life. You know, so one of, one of the cool, another cool, cool, fun food fact here is uh, carrots. You remember how back in the day they used to say carrots made your eyesight real good. Mm-hmm. So where that came from? I just found this out maybe a year or two ago. Is the U.S developed what was it some kind of like uh night night vision on their planes or some kind of some kind of night radar something that allowed us to go bomb the shit out of countries in the dark mm-hmm. and they were like behind on technology like yo how the fuck are these pilots flying so we are the u.s military ran a c- campaign saying that we fed our pilots carrots and that made their eyesight like exponentially better than it was so that's where that whole thing came from and i'm sitting there looking like i've always heard my whole life carrots was good from for your eyesight uh-huh. that was a military no the motherfucking uh x-ray vision night ray vision is good for your <laughs> eyesight shit <laughs> yes yes just another and fun food fact yes so saying all that to say you know it's interesting that the way big businesses work I am, you know, we talk all the time, you know, about the golden rule and he who has the gold make the rules. Mm-hmm. Well, in this particular case, it is true. You know, these big 10, this big 10, these companies, they had the money. So they made the rule and the rule is to protect the money. Okay. Right. While all the while killing us and we're letting them do it. See, and again, I I'm, I understand and I think that it being legislation is probably a bit much, but I, I'd also agree with personal responsibility once you're made aware of 
whatever the hazards may be. So I'm going to throw this example out here. I don't know if you remember uh, back in our American Ninja Warrior days when we <laughs> bought our Groupons to go rock climbing, right? Uh-huh. That no one, no one, no <laughs> one climbed no fucking rocks, <laughs> but there was a waiver you had to sign that right. said, if you climb these rocks and you bust your ass and break your neck, that's on you. And I remember asking you, I'm like, wait, this is a rock climbing place. How can you waive Da, 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 X, Y, and Z. And I said assumption of the risk. Exactly. So once you are made, because by giving you this waiver, they're making you aware that there is a risk. Once you're aware of the risk, right, proceed but, at your own. Right. But then here's the thing. If that, that there's a difference between I'm about to engage in this activity that I know is harmful and I go. Could be harmful. At, right. But. At the point where I started eating McDonald's or I started eating Burger King, because think about it. We started eating McDonald's and Burger King when we were kids. Think about Happy Meals. Man, (laughs) wait, y'all might have started as kids. This is what I got. Mama, can I get McDonald's? We got McDonald's at home. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But no, I'm saying think about Happy Meals. Mm -hmm. Those are, excuse me, specifically targeted. To kids, right? right? And so what McDonald's is doing is they are building their next generation of consumers. So I get, yeah, as an adult, if I'm engaged in an activity that I can look at and see, huh, if I fall down and hurt myself and then I go, okay, I might fall down, but I might not. But I have be been for fast food, though. I have been specifically targeted like the rock climbing company is not sending me or are sp- spending billions of dollars on advertisements and science to get me to come in to rock climb. The end result's the same. Not even. It is. Because You're no, coming in. No, 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 the, no. The end result. Because initially... They're not building these rock climbing walls so that they will look good to me. They're not. They're not. Yeah, no, they no, are. Nah, they nah, are. no, they're not. No, they're not. They're building them to be difficult. It's a. It's basically and, and an exercise. Good. And look good. But what what I am doing as a McDonald's or as a Coca Cola or as a Pepsi or as a Kellogg. Think about this. Speaking of Kellogg's, because I didn't mention this, one of my favorite cereals. Let me guess. Let me guess. You either a Fruit Loops or a Cinnamon Toast Crunch, one or the other. Not That's all black people eat is Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Fruit and garbage. Loops. Nah, I used to eat Fruit Loops back in the day, and I used to eat um, Frosted Flakes. But one of grandmother used to eat Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Kellogg's no Corn Flakes. One of one of I hated Corn Flakes. I hated the roost on the front of the uh, on the cover of the box was just creepy to me. Anyway, so Special K, and I used to eat Special K because I was like, you know. This is as an adult, as an adult, Okay, because I about to say kids don't fuck with special K. I try. But but as an adult, because you know why? Because the advertisement said that it was healthy. The box says it's healthy. I mean, eating special K slims can slim you down and this and that. and, And there are some properties in special K that are healthy, man. I fell for it hook, line and sinker. But then I read the box. Mm hmm. Right? Shitload of sugar. Sodium. Mm-hmm. Sugar. Just out the freaking wise. And it's like, 
This is supposed to be healthy. Well, you know what's good. You know what's good about it is the fiber. Whatever. From coming from a bathroom connoisseur, look. Listen, all I know is the amount of fiber in that. That that's some good shit. Yeah, but literally, literally, (laughs) literally. But the thing is, the sugar and the salt kills you. And the problem too that we have, and I know we are digressing. This little sidebar, as a label reader, most people are not. What we tend to do and what we have been programmed to do is to over consume because a serving size of special cage, you know how much a serving size? If I had to guess, I don't eat cereal, but a fourth of a cup. Fourth of a cup. Yeah, that's reasonable. Fourth of a cup. But most people fill the bowl up to the top. Don't even know how many servings they are You eating. know there's some weirdos out here that put the milk in the bowl first? Really? Yeah, that's like a whole Who do thing. that? Man, that t- t- TikTok, son. That's like a whole <laughs> thing. Like who do, only serial killers do that shit. Man, they're literally killing the but cereal. Yeah, you will fill the bowl up right, to, the top, to the top. And then you and put, then put a little bit in. of milk. Uh-huh. Correct. And so and you know, I am guilty of doing that. Yeah, I used and, to do that. And it's like you think about it, I have just eaten five probably in that one bowl, five freaking servings of special cake and oh, no that's more than five if we're talking about a regular a household full, bowl i'm counting it in my head because i know how big a fourth a cup is and so you think that's about at least that six that's 190 it's 190 calories per serving per serving mm-hmm. and if you saying it's six and that's just breakfast that's like 1200 calories yeah. and what's crazy about that is that's just the cereal we're not talking about the milk and we used to drink whole milk right mm-hmm. And the serving size on that is a cup. How many cups do you normally put in a bowl of cereal when you're just pouring the milk? About a fourth a cup for me. Not me. Because I couldn't fit. I couldn't fit nothing else because nah. my shit had too much cereal. cereal nah, I know cereal. No, let me tell you what I used to do. Cereal to the to the brim. You pour the milk in. You eat. But I I never used to pour. A whole lot of milk. You pour a little bit, you eat it. And then you add more. You add more milk. Now that's some cereal killer (laughs) shit too. And you keep adding the milk. But I said that to say, like I said, Special K actually advertises itself as a healthy healthy diet, X, Y, and Z, but sugar, sodium. But look at um, like... This I don't know when this started, but I, I know in my day, I'm sure it started way before my day as a child. But things like the cinnamon toast crunches, the fruit loops, the pop tarts, pop tarts, like mm. all right, th- that was like considered a kid's breakfast. And I'm sure for working parents, mm-hmm. it's something quick. You throw mm-hmm. the pop tart that, oh yeah, you are dope, like doping kids up with sugar and then sending them off to, to school. school. And now, mm-hmm. yo. Everybody got ADD, ADHD, <laughs> and all kinds of other shit. Nah, they just fucking. Shook, Wired they, up sugar on rush. sugar, correct. Right. Mm-hmm. And man, that's we still doing that shit to kids now. And then you look at the school lunch and sh- school school breakfast. I don't know if they still do it, but our school lunch is back in the day. And I'm pretty sure they haven't changed mm-hmm. much. Or mm-hmm. like prison food, mm-hmm. it's just a whole whole bunch of salty ass, whatever, whatever. And I remember also when I started getting clean, right. <laughs> I, it was the year was probably about 2002, 2003 when I changed my lifestyle as far as what I eat. Mm-hmm. Stopped eating fast food, stopped eating all kinds of shit. I remember people would clown me 
like and black people, our people, they will clown me. Like, oh, here this nigga go again eating his rabbit food or <laughs> this nigga don't eat nothing, man. You don't never eat nothing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you still hear people say it today. Today. That's is, right. Man, you don't eat nothing. You don't eat nothing, man. I don't see how you go all day without eating nothing. Well, one, stay the fuck out my stomach. But <laughs> two, it's like I'm trying to early on. I stopped now. But early on, I, I, I was trying to educate. Like, look, the shit that, that we're used to eating Especially as black folks, our diets historically have been shit. Hmm? Even going back to like hmm? fucking collard greens, the soul food, the mac and cheese, baked macaroni, like that shit is fucking terrible. Hmm? So you sit there and you try to tell somebody that the food that culturally we're used to eating is like like the McDonald's. Most like the, of it is very bad for it's us. It's horrible. Hmm? They they don't want to hear this shit. Nope. But. Yeah, they're quick to pass judgment on you for kale. What the fuck is kale? So, but I, once again, that goes back to programming. Well, you know, we, I, I deprogrammed almost <laughs> 20 years ago. Right. But see, that's the thing that goes back to how much money they've put into advertising these products and how what social science say, what psychology says. Our perception, you know, perception is reality. So our perception is based on these advertisements. But there's a shift coming. And here's where the shift that's and that's what I was getting at is the shift is so like and I'm just talking about black folks in our community because I'm well aware of what our diets typically Mm -hmm. are culturally, not Mm -hmm. not on an individual basis. Mm -hmm. But some of the people you've seen it when you say. Would you like to try some quinoa? Mm-hmm. Ugh, what is that? I don't eat that. Da, da, da. I don't <laughs> eat that. It's usually the older black folks, right? Correct. I'm seeing now more younger young, people younger than me eating healthy. And you see it on social media. You see, you know, people post what they're eating. And it's amazing to me 20 years ago, if I would have offered somebody some uh, kale or some quinoa. They would have like, said, they would have tri- Ugh, no, I don't even know what that is. But now. But you know why this shift is, though? Because of the same thing you're saying, marketing and advertisement. And now it's ex- not only is it acceptable, but you know what? You're considered a little more cultured. And black folks, uh, again, let's be honest. We like you just said, perception is reality. We, we like to be perceived a certain way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we like to be perceived as cultured. Mm-hmm. Even even though I'm even not, when we're not, I'm, I'm not <laughs> even when we're not. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm starting to see more and more younger black people and eat healthier. That and, is true. And it also has a lot to do with people doing research and realizing, you know, coming to the realization that they've been hoodwinked and bamboozled, you know, more and more people with with the advent of the Internet and access to information more and more people have because like i said watching what the hell not knowing about ccas you know not realizing that in half the country people could not sue for things that have happened to them as a result of this overconsumption it's like but you know if if you think about it you know we we mentioned big tobacco big tobacco and big producers, this, this is basically the One same the thing. Same. You remember when um, I think New York was the first state to try, and I think Hillary Clinton might have introduced it, 
the sugar tax or the, the sin tax, I think it was, where yep. if you want to get a biggie size or something that has a Correct. shitload of sugar, you're going to pay, pay out the ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That got shot down mm-hmm. because, of course, you know, this is America, my choice, America. Mm-hmm. But they did do that to cigarettes in New York. I remember a pack of cigarettes growing up at least for like $2 and mm-hmm. some change. Mm-hmm. Last I heard in New York, you paying double digits for a pack, a pack of, cigarettes. of cigarettes. So they raise the tax. And most of that is tax. Right. They raise the tax. People still buying. Them right. Too. Because it's like, if you want it, you go pay for it. Right. And because, and, and, you know, that goes back to something that I, you know, I say all the time. And I said in, in a previous recent episode, states, municipalities, they have an interest in the health of their citizens. So, you know, people say, government stay out of my food because i tell people all the time stay out of my food business you know it's like government stay out of my food business but not all the time because you know if you're trying to help me sure come on in see but help and that's the uh, again the problem with america even today you you can look at the vaccine as a perfect example is I'm telling you, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I am the government. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help you. Nah, I don't trust that shit because them burgers alter your DNA or, or some <laughs> dumb shit. And then it's like, Americans, as smart as we are now, we're fucking stupid. We're a nation of fucking dummies. Because once again, perception. I'm including myself. Perception is reality. And, and we, and it's not just Americans, it's human beings. We allow our perception to be altered by any number of things. Americans. You know, because shit that works in other countries that's been proven to work mm-hmm. for decades and decades and decades and does have the science behind it, mm-hmm. does have the research behind mm-hmm. it and the money behind it. Mm-hmm. We refuse to do that'll never work. Like universal health care, that'll never work in America. Nah, y'all just don't want it to work. Right, because think about it though. It's 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 just like this. You yeah. know, that this is even though we're sidebarring, it all ties in. Big, big ag, big pharma, big producers. It's all the same thing. I need to continue to make this money. You know, we're talking about companies who have liquid assets in the billions of dollars. Liquid, I'm talking cash, Mm -hmm. billions of dollars. So you talk about big pharma, big pharma has no reason to cure anything you know, we give money to cancer research because we're going to find a cure. You know what? Why would Big Pharma find a cure to cancer? Because that's a multi-billion dollar in- industry. Man, I told you my my recent experience. <laughs> you know, is it's like- the Zio. My uh, it's a e- basically a at home. EEG, you hook it up when you go to sleep, and it reads your brain waves. Mm-hmm. Has sensors, the same sensors you would. It's getting a sleep study for the most part. So a the company that makes CPAP machines bought it because it was a small startup company. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ZEO, that's the name of the company. So they bought it and Killed they were supposed it. to put it on the <laughs> shelves and, you know, make it more accessible. Like, oh, yeah, this could help people with sleep apnea. No, you're right. They killed it. Mm-hmm. They pulled it from the market, mm-hmm. pulled the apps out the app stores. Mm-hmm. And now, like. Even even the website is I don't, I don't, it's some weird ass random website now. Right. So it's like they they killed the shit because it's something that could help. And 
another person who used to the big pharma. They called him pharma bro. Mm-hmm. Martin Shrelly. You remember him? Yep. The dude yep. that increased the price of um some little little used It was the it was it wasn't it the injection? It it was used for I think some AIDS patients used it and I've, he like tripled the price on the thing or something oh, like no, that. Oh no, he went up about a good 1000% <laughs> on it. But he was smart. The dude was he he was a fucking he was one of them too smart for your own. He was a smart dummy, a smart kind of like me. But that drug, the way he got it was, I think the patent was expiring or mm-hmm. something, and he bought mm-hmm. the patent. Mm-hmm. And then he took what would have normally cost, let's say, $7 and made it $700, mm-hmm. right? People were complaining. That medication is so old and rarely used. And then he was giving it away for free to people who couldn't afford it. But that, like... The shit was from the 1920s, maybe. Hadn't been any more research put into this particular drug or drugs like it. It's like, eh, just just keep on prescribing this shit where we could come up with more efficient medications, more efficient. Right, but you say, even, even with medications, all medications do is treat the symptoms. They don't cure the disease. Some of them cure the disease. Oh, wait, wait, which ones? Some, some, um, some of them carry the disease. Which, which ones? I had some boys. Like the syphilis? I had some boys. <laughs> the syphilis? That, uh, like, like the penicillin? That, that, yeah, that I had to go get some shot. Nah. Um, no, but, some of them do cure. Uh, go on. All right, Let's pursue that. What what medications cure the disease? We're talking about diseases so, like cancers or... Antibiotics cures... You know, we're about to, to go we're about to go into an era where every everybody's antibody anti- resistance. Correct. Yeah. That there will be no an- antibiotics that can eventually, get rid of these bacteria. Eventually there will be. One, once everybody once all these new strains or whatever <laughs> is resistant to our antibiotics, then because we've been using penicillin what, since forever. the eighteen hundreds? Forever. Forever. I said that I was going to give you guys a list of um, drum roll of the um, states that actually have these um, CCAs. So let's say so, of course, we said Louisiana because they were first in line even before. Um, Good old governor Bobby Jindal, sir. <laughs> They were they were number one. So, who also has these CCAs? Florida, Florida, of course. Mississippi, Colorado. Hold up, Florida, Colorado, Washington, Tennessee, Michigan, South Dakota, Arizona, Georgia. You crazy? Um, Illinois, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine. Missouri, North Dakota, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Wyoming, Indiana. How many is that? Come on, Georgia. I'm rolling the dice on Georgia and Mississippi. Come on. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see because it's like the fine print. Nah, 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 nah. What do we say? You say you're looking for Georgia on the list. Georgia and Mississippi. That's all I need. 
Man, da, 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 she, in Maine, Missouri. Mississippi lawyers don't yeah. make any money. We That's we've established that yeah, in a prior we, episode. Yeah, so, all right, I don't see them do, but they probably there. I know. I don't know how many I just named. I know but it's it a lot of states. I know it was twenty wasn't twenty five, but it's like twenty five, twenty six. Y'all go look at them because in those states you cannot come together. And a lot, and it's crazy as I'm reading these articles, a lot of these states that actually eventually went on to pass these CCAs really had no justification. It wasn't even, you know, most of the time when you introduce a law into legislature, there's causation. You have legislative history. You said because of X, Y, and Z, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Well, these people basically said, oh, other states passed them, so we're passing them, too. So, basically, the CCA is the CYA. and <laughs> No, it's a money grab. Because the only reason, reasoning, you, you got to think about it. The only reason that you're doing this is because somebody is paying you to do it. Because, as I mentioned at the top of the show, it's supposed to be, the rationale behind it is to prevent frivolous lawsuits. Uh-uh. You already have laws that do that. So for you to specifically say what you say in these bills, that is not for the purpose of preventing frivolous lawsuits. That's for the purpose of preventing lawsuits against these big companies in mass. You know, you don't want 300 million people who are afflicted in some way, shape or form coming together and, and saying, right. I need to sue. We need to sue all these companies because they did this to me. That, right. I mean, so, all I, my, my only advice is stop spending your money with the places that are trying to kill you. Dave Chappelle has a joke and I can't even call what Chappelle does anymore. <laughs> jokes. Cause it's like, it's there's all, so much true. truth. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the number one killer of black people? regular table so that and I, I forget the bit he does it in but i mean when you think about it damn that that shit's kind of true so i mean that would that would be my only suggestion is again to read what you're eating as far as labels and stuff i remember i i got to a point where i wouldn't eat at restaurants who didn't list their nutritional mm-hmm. um information Mm -hmm. and then i believe a law was passed to where you have to list your nutritional yeah but then saying that you know i think about because you think about the fda who actually regulates all this stuff do they really do they really regulate anything you know think about it nah i know they don't regulate my uh supplements my workout supplements that's what i'm saying it's like or any of the supplements you take your (laughs) I don't know if you take multivitamins. I know. It's None like, of that shit's regulated. Right. It's, it's okay. These, these, um, this has not been evaluated by the FDA and da, 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 da. It's like, for real though, like, what do y'all really do? Because once again, big food, big pharma, big tech, big oil. FDA ain't shit. You know, they have, they have the world by the balls. Honestly, they do. And, like I said, I saw this about these um, common sense consumption acts, and it literally made me stop and go, are y'all serious right now? Like, for real. Th- this is what y'all, but like I said, I can, we, we talk about the golden rule. These are the people with the money. 
And these are the people that have the money to grease the wheels. And they slid and greased the wheels in 26 states. So are you, at the end of the day, are you saying they, A, shouldn't be allowed to offer these products or B, should be liable for what A, these products cause okay, this or is, something, something different? This, this is what, and I think I said it in the, in the episode earlier, I said something about these being a form of product liability lawsuits, right? Mm-hmm. You know, at, at their, um, the bottom line. What I would like to see is what happened with Big Tobacco. They knew what they were doing for people, and now they're paying for that. Because think about this. What's the percentage of obese people in the United States? More than half. Okay. And eventually, who's paying for their health care? Probably me. Exactly. Taxpayers. Because Man, Fuck that <laughs> fucking hate crime ass tax shit. Man. You know, you think about it because Medicare and Medicaid, they pay for a large chunk of health care in this country. You got right? life insurance? I don't anymore. When you had life insurance, mm-hmm. did they have to evaluate you? I did go I did a um you do a physical. That's it? Yeah. I guess for older people it's different then. For older people, you gotta What's the physical? <laughs> you know, they go and they take blood some blood and blood all that other stuff. The, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Never mind. Okay. I, <laughs> so, I don't know what a physical is, shit. I be trying to avoid doctors. Yeah. So it's like, you know what you did. You did it deliberately. You benefited from it. Now help. You know, instead of, you know, just like tobacco now we mentioned about, or you mentioned about the smoke and cessation. You know, tobacco companies pay states billions of dollars every year. They, you know, they settled because they, as I said, knew what they did. They did it deliberately, all for profit. That was money was their motivator. Same thing with big food, big ag, all that. Money is the motivation. They don't care that they're killing people. What's crazy, too, about the tobacco industry, and I brought this up in a prior episode, and of course, you was all ha-ha-ha jokes, jokes, but they're the reason that vaping is is being banned because they're losing so much money money right now. So what they're doing is smoking cessation. That's that's part of, like, that's part of the billions of dollars that is smoking. They want to own vaping, and right now, they have the only FDA- approved vaping product so basically all these online vape shops and all these little shops in the strip malls or whatever got to close their doors because the fda was like nah nah y'all nah but tobacco big tobacco owns the only um it's called a uh ptma pre-tobacco market application or something like that so they about to make up for all these because people started using vaping as smoking cessation. Correct. Tobacco companies didn't have their hands in the pot. Mm-hmm. Now tobacco companies are about to own that shit. Co- correct. Because so, I mean, think about it. You, yes, that's because that's what they do. Yeah. What what they do is I'm going in. I'm gonna snatch it up. I'm making it my own because guess what? You're not cutting into my profit. Mm-hmm. Once again, money is your motivator. But it's crazy that. You are killing the very people that you are getting this money from. But I talked about 
starting them off early. You know, generations. Mm-hmm. Generations. Starting from a kid, milk does a body good. Go and get your McDonald's Happy Meal. You know, Coke is and, the, you know, like, I like to teach do? the world to sing. What do we do after um, sports events? We just we we just won a little league football game. Mm-hmm. What do we do afterwards? Take him to pizza. Let's go get some fried chicken. Yes. Let's go. Exactly right. Cause so now we are we are literally chaining our children. You know, it's all about that whole reward system. You know, I'm am I gonna that, give you the carrot or the stick? I'm gonna give you the carrot. That shit becomes comfort food too when you mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. Because what's the all right, the little kid who might have played uh, Pop Warner football or, you know, Little League basketball grows up to be a stoner and he's on his Xbox and shit. What do you think he's eating? That same comfort food. That he ate. Because that shit yeah. made me feel good when we won that right. Little League game right. or, you know, when so Because that was a reward. Right. You know, like I said, we preconditioned. We were conditioned conditioning our children we have somebody that we know who's comfort food i just find it hilarious is mexican food and it's like when the dude will go out of his way to eat mexican food everybody else hates mexican food except for him and that's his comfort food because that takes him back to from what i understand listening to him as college where he couldn't afford much right now this dude's like a multi-millionaire on top of millions on top of millions but for some reason, it just takes him back to college when he was broke, living in a dorm, probably drinking beer with his friends and worked at a Mexican restaurant. Yep. And they used to give them the food for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I want to close with this. Calvin's got a job. <laughs> Do you remember how re- re- fucking ridiculous that commercial was? And I remember it came to mind because of the Chappelle skit. <laughs> Calvin's got a job. Great job, Calvin. Wait, you remember he put the cap on? <laughs> he, put the, he put the cap on. Like, that shit was a fucking, like, it's a privilege to work at McDonald's. Like, that's how deep into our culture. And then McDonald's started using hip hop. Yeah, They started, and let's be real. These fast food spots started targeting the poor and disenfranchised. Absolutely. So, right now, we're not interested in the middle class. I mean, if y'all come, y'all come, whatever. It's, I mean, we know businesses like that. Like, hey, if y'all come, y'all come. If not, whatever. But we're going to target the poor people, the disenfranchised people. So they started using hip hop. You remember um, Usher and the little B uh, for Cheerios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Pusha T wrote the damn Arby's jingle. Then, we got the again, meats. So then think about it. So here we are. We're, ta- we're targeting, targeting this demographic specifically. And who is the demographic that has the highest rate of obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes. Same ones that's been targeted, but yeah, Calvin's got a job. So <laughs> we, we want you to come work for us too, you know, because right. oh, yeah. we can help you go to school and, mm-hmm. you know, we can do this, that, and the other, what I would like to see. I would like to see, honestly, I would like to see the people do better because I, I do believe in personal responsibility if you know you know if you don't know then educate we need to educate so maybe like you said with the tobacco companies let's put some money back out here educating people and that whole what's that what's that shit called the um nutrition Pyramid? triangle yeah that, that, that's just bullshit yes we need it to is update uh, update that 
There's a lot of shit that needs to be updated if we want to keep Americans healthy. The problem Let's face is it, we don't want to keep Americans exactly. healthy. Because once again, as we said in the show, let me end with this. It's all motivated by money. Big pharma ties in to big food, ties into all big tobacco. You know, it's like it's because a circle jerk. Correct. Because if I can make look, my products are going to make them sick. Your products are going to keep them around so that they can buy more of the stuff that's making them sick so you can continue to feed them these pills. So, and then we're going to pool all our money together and we're going to stop them from suing us. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to say is don't trust a rebrand. Oh, you remember when McDonald's tried to rebrand with salads and shit? And, uh, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. McDonald's Calvin got a job. Calvin in there making burgers. Now he making salads and yep. shit. Salads killing and, the community. Yep. Everything wanted, they wanted, cause you know, they jumped on the whole trans fat thing too. When it first came out. Most, cause remember the fries, no trans fat. Yeah. And, and most, uh, most of these salads at fast food places are no different right. than any fucking oh. um, bag salad you can get. But where the killer is, is in the dressing. dressing. And what do we do? Sugar. What do we do? Pour, we pour it on. We smother our salad. Pour Would you on. like some smothered salad? So don't trust a rebrand. Chick-fil-A. I know a lot of people like Chick-fil-A. Like, yeah, they're Jesus chicken. And That's I, God's I just, chicken. I just ate Jesus chicken <laughs> myself. But they, they try to position themselves as an alternative, alternative right they are right. not they're just as bad as That's wendy's correct. just as bad as taco bell it just fast, tastes, tastes fast a little food, bit better fast food is fast food y'all fast so food is fast education food. and I, I see a positive um a positive switch a positive trend i guess so to speak i hope it's going people. that way but what i want to see happen is i want them i want these states to ch- take the wheels off you know like stop protecting these big companies you know we vote you in to fight for the people i've never once voted anybody in in the state of louisiana but what you do instead is you plot against the people that that is what governments do because you know he who has the power gets the money and once again that becomes a vicious circle because I want I want to remain in power so I can continue to get this money. So I'm going to do what I need to do. And and that's the way it's crazy. You know, if I was a pessimistic person, if I was, I'm not. Because in spite of it all. Even after the insurrection <laughs> on the Capitol right, you and know, you, you're still it, not pessimistic. Okay. In spite of it all, I believe that it could, you know, all these systems that we had set up can work as they were made to work if we actually had people in them who cared about the people cared about what they were doing that's coming and i say fuck these systems we have making them work break it all break it all (laughs) and naomi osaka I'm the only reason I'm bringing her up. I know you love but you love naomi osaka the, the only reason I'm bringing her up is because she didn't want to uh, speak, speak. She said F them people. Right. Her mental health was worth right. more than that. She mm-hmm. didn't want to speak to the press. So basically what she was trying to highlight, she even said it in her own words. I was trying to highlight an 
antiquated thing where I come to play in this tournament and I am forced to sit here and feel questions and people are dragging her. But you know what? Has she been a little white girl? Oh, we need to protect Amber's mental health. But anyway, shake shit up, shake shit up. Mm -hmm. And that's what she's doing right Mm -hmm. now. She's shook. But of course, somebody who was it that jumped in there and um, somebody jumped in. Was it the Grand Slam? Because just kind of like Nike did with Black Lives Matter. I think it was the Grand Slam. Grand, what's it? Is it called the Grand Slam? No, all the, 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 the big US, tournaments. The big tournaments. The U.S. Open. Another another one of them jumped in. It was like, we're going to pay her fine. And Did Wimbledon do that? Because that, that was the French Open that she left, wasn't it? I think so. Because Yeah, I think it was. I know there was talk about her not being able to play in any other term tournaments was it the u.s open that that paid her fine somebody i i can't but the thing is that whole thing with naomi sidebar could have been prevented it really could have and and she's she's trying to prevent it she she is right it is antiquated you do sign a contract saying that you are subject to these press junkets and it's all because it's all about exploitation. It really is because they want to promote their sport. So I basically enslave you and force you to do this. But I mean, see, and not everybody could be like my boy. You know why I'm here. You know why I'm here. <laughs> it was it was a grand slam. Just so I don't get fined, boss. Yeah, it was a grand slam. It was. No, read what it says, man. Statement from Grand Slam Tournament. Who is Grand Slam Tournament? I'll send you this uh, link. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Calvin's Got a Job. <laughs> uh, Black Law and Legalize. You can keep up with us all social media at Black Law Podcast. And hopefully we'll have an episode for you next week. We I mean, will. sometimes I try to. Uh, we will. I try to plan for the future. And I know that you know sometimes you know we will we we all we will we all wait yeah we we all wait my name is dan keep up with (laughs) me on twitter and ig at i am dan on drugs show black law podcast everywhere and i'm just dan and you can follow me on twitter at i tell legal lies see you guys peace